0: Say what? Say what radio show With no agenda It's always a surprise But if we're not having fun We're doing something wrong And welcome to the Say What Show. It is December 30th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me tonight is Jan Shaw. Uh, Dolly is with a family, and um, I decided i uh, to give Walt another week of, of just, you know, healing basically. And um, Jan and I are going to do a relook, review of the the last year but i do have to address uh, mona radler's passing well i call it transitioning last week she was on the show with us and uh yasmin and bob west were on now when i talked to her earlier in the week and she's been having physical problems for months now um but she wasn't being specific about it uh to be honest i tried to get her uh, and Derek together, and she just didn't seem to be, she, she didn't get, she they didn't get together, and it wasn't Derek, let me put it to you that way. So when she an, answered the Skype call, I was freaking out because she sounded like she was on her deathbed. But I couldn't say, you know, you sound like you're on your deathbed, I don't want you on the show, because I had actually felt she needed to have the connection to the people that really do make up her family. You know, this we have the blood family, but we have a, another family. And um, so it... And, and I tried to contact her right after the show for the next few days, but no contact. And then we got that messaging from her daughter that she had, in fact, transitioned. I, I'm really glad that that she did the show. I mean, she didn't say... Hardly anything through the whole show. But I do want to share with you what I believe is the last message that she gave us all. Um, It was very near the end of the show, and we were talking about Christmas. It was, you know, we were kind of talking Christmas. And we had just been talking about Christmas trees and the spirit of Christmas and that sort of thing. And I would play the uh, recording, but, you know, she sounds just really terrible. So I'm just going to read you the transcript of what she said. She said, what is not realized is that Christ is the consciousness in Jesus for millions. So when they say Jesus Christ, they don't recognize that the man was here to bring us consciousness on how to get along with each other and how to ascend, not as a religion, but as a community. Merry Christmas to you all. It should be every day and not be mere materialistic. So my my she was not a happy camper for a while, long time actually. And so when I heard that she had transitioned, it really felt I I, I was filled with with oh, joy because she, she was just burnt out. She had been doing the same kind of trying to make changes. And I don't know that she knew it in the words that I would say it, but she was making changes in the collective consciousness of humanity. Just the same thing that I say we do every time we do one of these shows. And she had been doing it as a mother. Um, She would go to the courthouses and she would pick it all by herself on this, that, and the other thing. And she was very vocal. And of course, Nobody likes anybody that's in your face telling you, you know, you're really screwing up here and you got to do better. So it was a hard life. She got into herbal herbalism and she knew more about herbs than anybody I've met. She did the radio station for ever since I've known her. And she was doing five shows a week, bringing on some very initially in in the beginning. She had a lot of really good guests. I, I you know, stole a bunch of them from her. And, you know, like Mark Steele, she was the one that introduced me to Mark Steele, who became so important in the 5G uh, fight. So I just want you to feel that we were blessed with Mona's presence on our reality. And we have to honor her decision because I actually did reach out to my uh friend sandy who's a social service she works for the seniors and i told her i said you know all i had to do was say i've got a friend who's a metaphysician and sandy says and she won't go to the doctor and sandy's very metaphysical and i said yeah that's it and she said yeah she said that that is a problem she said when she first started out in doing social services, the thing that was the hardest thing for her was the people that were totally rational, but were refusing her help. And she felt that 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 alone was the, the biggest stumbling block in being a good worker, doing her job. But But she said something else to me that I want to pass on because... It's, it's really important that we understand that, yes, we're metaphysicians. We believe in healing ourselves. We believe in the energies. We believe in a lot of things that just don't conform to medical, the medical establishment. And what Sandy said is that, first off, there are ser- see- services, social services, that will just benefit anybody. And too many people don't even know about them or... You know, they don't get involved in them. And she said, this is really the pity in it, because you can get meals on wheels. You can get rides to uh, different, you know, go grocery stop shopping and stuff. Now, she works for an agency that works for seniors. And again, they've been there for decades. Um, but there's, there, th- these are the types of things that you may have available in, in America, at least. And so you got the, the wheels on meals on wheels. You've got the ability to be to get transportation to doctors appointments and and, you know, just to go out on to get groceries and, and, and things like that that are necessity to your life. But that as you get older, you may not have access to because we just get older, we lose our friends, they die, they go, they move. You know, I mean, it's like I used to have dozens and dozens of people when we would have Uh, holiday parties, and now there's just me and Sandy. So, this is just the way that life is. But she says, even more than that, the social service people, she said, like me, she said, we can come into your home, and we can look around, and they're trained to do this, and see, are you living in a healthy environment? Do you need repairs? I mean, I've actually volunteered to uh, go to elderly people's homes, and Paint, paint the house, do things, clean, clean, clean the yard up, do things for them. Um, repairs can oftentimes be made. But another part of what they do is that they reach out to the family and they make connections to the family. So, because a lot of times, you know, metaphysicians are not as, let's say, uh, appreciated by their families. So in a lot of those cases, there's, there's, you know, space between people or the metaphysician doesn't want to, you know, burden anybody else or talk or reach out even to their family. I know I'm, I'm, I'm like that, you know, so you need somebody who will bridge that gap and some, these are services that you may or may not be able to get, but for the most part, they're they're all basically free, and because you're a metaphysician, don't how do I explain this? I don't trust the establishment at all, but the science of medicine is mind bending, and she said that the 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 biggest stumble she has with metaphysicians is that they don't realize you can go to a medical facility and get diagnosed with what might be hurting you or killing you. And then, as a metaphysician, you'll know what herbs to use, what energies to bring in. You'll be more educated about how to heal yourself. So I want I want to share what Sandy said, and I want to, you know, again, uh, thank Mona for being uh, just a dedicated warrior, and that I'm hoping where she is, it is, in fact, Christmas, because, you know, Christmas should be every day. You should have the spirit of Christmas. So I'm just going to throw it over to you, Jan, and say thank you for being here today.
1: Well, thank you, Nancy. Hello, everybody. I'm really glad to be here. And that was a lovely tribute to Mona. Um, I didn't know her very well, um, but, yeah, I mean, she did so much. And it's interesting that she should have said that because on last week's Cosmic Creating show, I shared a blog post which was about, you know, experiencing Christmas every day, which was the whole loving and giving and everything else. So we obviously shared the same view on Christmas. So, yeah, and she'll be listening, I'm sure, up in the higher realms and... uh It was a privilege to know her.
0: And I'm going to put in the chat room a um, place where you can donate to her final arrangements and the daughter, it's her daughter, is not involved in it, the one in Germany. Um, Again, because they were, well, she was in Germany. (laughs) I mean, that's basically what it was, is that they didn't have a lot of, back and forth seeing each other this type of thing. And why can't I find this thing? Anyway, I'm looking for for the for the link. I'll get it in there. Um yeah. Yeah, here it is. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. good. Let me just put this in chat. Sorry. Sorry people out there. Hold <laughs> on. Now I got to find where the chat room is. They were right next door to each other. <laughs> I've got probably 30 tabs open. You know. So here we go.
1: Yeah, same as me. I always have multiple tabs open. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh. Okay. Um, somebody uh, amazing characters asking how how is Walt doing? He's doing good. He really is. But um, he he still has he has, he has I mean he he did have a health scare himself, and um, I just don't want him to. You know overtax himself, and his mom is is i won't say she's doing well, but you know they've they've had some uh let's say success and so hopefully everything is gonna you know get to a point where it can can be dealt with you know it was just overwhelming it would overwhelm me to be honest with you um so yeah he's doing he's doing very well actually compared to where he was. <laughs> You know, um, anyway, um, hopefully it'll be on uh Tuesday show. I'm not sure what we're doing because see Dolly's off having a good time with her family and she wanted to do the show, but I told her, no, I don't want you to do the show because her family will want her to participate with them and she's going to want to do that. So probably if she does get to the show, she's going to be so worn out that she's going to be a little worthless, you know what I'm saying? So, no, no, enjoy your family, have a good time, you know. I'll get Jan Shaw to be on with me. But actually, Jan called me and said, do you need help? So (laughs) I said, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Well, uh, you know,
1: as I said, I'm always here to, to, you know, help the Cosmic Reality team. And, you know, I love you dearly, Nancy. So I'm always here for you.
0: And I definitely appreciate it. And the audience is always here for us. And one yeah. way or another, there's different platforms that they they participate in. And um, again, I, I I know we're doing good good work. And today we want to take a look at what happened in uh, 2023. And Chance sent me a list. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking at this list, and I'm going. Oh yeah, and there was that, and there was that, and there was that, and, and then you were right. I as some of the things I, I started thinking about things, and I'm going, and then there was that. Um, but let's just back up here for a second to start. Well, this
1: off. yeah, could oh, I could I just say something family sure. related as well? Because you know, I got back to the UK in May this year and went through some really challenging times. Um, for you know right up till October, when I lost Keisha, my beloved um but I spent the first Christmas with family in more than thirteen years because <laughs> I was in the u s for thirteen years, and I have spent quite a lot of Christmases on my own, um certainly from twenty seventeen onwards um and it was really lovely i mean s- coming back to family was one of the um one of the uh, reasons the other thing I was just led to do it as yeah you're meant to be over here again to do whatever it is you do in all these strange places you go to and uh, I ended up in, in a place in the UK that I never even considered living in so I've obviously been sent here for a reason but I had a lovely Christmas with my brother and his um, his son-in-law his Soon to be ex-wife, but they are on good terms. She's a lovely lady. And it was really nice. And I had great chats with my brother. We would sit in his kitchen diner and just, you know, chat away about things. And we're just really good friends as well as brother and sister. And then on um, yesterday, I actually met my grandchild, my two granddaughters for the first time and my daughter's husband for the first time. And that was lovely. The, the children are lovely kids, eight and five. Um, and the wonderful thing is that my daughter has started on her spiritual journey which is absolutely awesome because, you know, it's only a few years ago we used to speak on Skype and it was like, I couldn't really have those um, deep conversations. It was kind of chit chat. And I just felt we were on a different wavelength, different frequency. And then she's been through some coaching and, And she's now on a completely different level. We even talked about her being an old soul and her children being old souls and things, which I would never have envisaged a few years ago. And so we could have really good quality, honest conversations together and you know that's just going to lead to more. My other daughter, well, I haven't managed to make contact with her yet, but we'll see about that. But I'm just delighted that um, we have reestablished my my daughter, my younger daughter, Jo, We've established, reestablished our relationship, and I'm um, you know I'm so grateful and. And delighted about that. So it's been a wonderful Christmas for me. And I've actually just been invited this evening to go over to my brother's again for New Year's Eve. So that'll be fun. And uh, it's just nice to be part of that family again. So family, you know, is uh, as long as it's a family <laughs> in alignment with you that you can have fun with and talk to and everything else. I know. You know some families it doesn't work that way but i seem to have even though i'm kind of they laugh at me as being the conspiracy theorist of the family and i do share some stuff with them but you know we're on really good terms, so that's that's the main thing we can be ourselves feel relaxed in each other's company and just enjoy the time together
0: yeah that's that's the key to it you know um just I, Sandy and I were having a conversation because she's totally on the other side of reality for me and um, I told her at one point I said look it I said understand I don't feel that I need to teach you anything about the awfulness in this world I said you, you deal with it in your job and every day you go out and you battle for the good and I said that That's your job. My job is to know all this crap and then somehow or another try to make sense of what's happening. And so this this weekend we, we had another little conversation about it because we were having such a good time. And we weren't talking about anything important except we were just having a good time. And to me, it's a waste of time because I've got this huge mission in front of me. That I've accepted or built myself or whatever, but the emotional comfort and the love that you get is what energizes us to continue the battle. So you have to kind of look at people like that if if you feel that they're worth your time to be bored <laughs> and not talk about anything that's important, right? What you will get back from these those people that are, are are doing their jobs? If it wasn't for them, we probably wouldn't be who we are. Um, don't hesitate to reach out and just have a good time with them. There's some people that no, that's not going to work. They will find some excuse to start yelling at you about Trump or about your anti-border policy or they'll make it up something because they are so full of stupidity and rage <laughs> in my opinion don't waste your time with them but look at the good ones and nurture that because it's not just you being kind to somebody else it's what they what what you're sharing will energize you both so i just wanted to throw that one out there and of course that's what's exactly what you're doing in your family And so instead of them looking at you like you're some kind of an idiot because you believe in this, that, or the other thing, they can make jokes about it.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, it's interesting because um, my brother's stepson, uh, him and his wife actually sent me a Christmas or gave me a Christmas card because they were there Christmas Day, um, addressed to auntie. (laughs) And it's like... (laughs) Merry Christmas, auntie. And I thought, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I suppose I am really by <laughs> by marriage, which was lovely. But he is quite awake. And um, my brother, we even talked a little about, bit about politics and he's in support of the Reform Party now. I mean, he's always been conservative, but he's saying, you know, I, I think about the Re- Reform Party, which is – who I'm looking at in terms of, you know, voting. Um, but the other thing is what you were saying, I got a a message. I'd missed a, t- a text message from my brother because when I'm recording the radio show, I always have my phone on silent and I'd missed the text or, or I'd missed a call from him. And then I got a, um, a Facebook message from Hannah, his, his wife, saying, oh, do you want to come for New Year's Eve? And I was sat there for a little bit, and this is before I saw the missed call, thinking, well, I was planning to do a lot of work tomorrow because there's stuff I want to put out on, you know, something I want to promote as part of my coaching business. And then I thought, hang on a minute, you know, <sighs> you've got an opportunity to spend more time with family. And so I... he. I called him back. He actually called me at the same time because he'd seen my text saying, oh, I had my phone on silent. And uh, I said, yeah, I'd love to come. So, And the interesting thing is I've got this new, um, relatively new, I've I've, uh, certified in it a few months ago called a personality assessment. And it's a really powerful tool to help people understand um, kind of where they are, in the present time, in terms of what's holding you back, what what is the key thing that you can focus on to really break through any limitations or doubts or whatever? And <laughs> uh, Hannah, my brother's wife, and both Adil and Anam, who are Hannah's Hannah's son and his wife they've all said they want to do this personality assessment and even my daughter joe has now said oh yeah i'd like to do that so i've got them all lining up to do this assessment with me which is going to be fun as well so i didn't quite expect that but you know i think it'll help them so i'm very happy to do that and if anybody listening wants to do it just just let me know and uh, i'll get you the link to do it so yeah it's uh, cool
0: well it it really r- works with the title that you put on your list the great reveal uh-huh it's, it's it's like there's too many things that are being revealed for people to continue to deny it you mm-hmm. know i mean it's like it, it, if you've got the information, the information is so blatantly in your face about who's wrong and who's right. It they don't even make any sense. The wrong people, <laughs> you know, they're they're doing things that are just bizarre world to me. So, but but it's happening to, to to just the average person. It's like the I don't know if everybody's getting the message, but more and more people are getting the message. I I would assume. Because I'm seeing it in different places all over. I mean, like Fox News and, and you know, other places. And, and even on mainstream media, there's certain journalists that are going like, I don't know about those vaccinations. Tucker Carlson is a great example of it. You know, it was like, I took that thing. And boy, I'm not not happy with the fact that I took it type of thing. So mm. there, there's um, this, this revealing and... I totally agree with you. You know, the the things are getting crazier and crazier, but every time something happened, oh, last night there was uh, uh, some stand ins for the uh, five because they all took the week off. And they're pretty good, pretty good people. I mean, I I do just like to hear different people giving their perspective, their opinion, their their reality, explaining their reality. Um, And you get a lot of different views. You know, I mean, there's always a a different angle at it and it's just fascinating to watch one subject have a discussion where five people have a different slightly slightly different or in some cases drastically different (laughs) um view of it and it's uh that's the type of thing that we need we need to be able to share what we're seeing because we're only seeing what we're seeing. we're not seeing what everybody else is seeing. I mean, we know that historically that the worst people for getting a true and accurate rendering of what may or may not have happened is not a human being. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> There was, a, there was a, a show out there and it was about m- your mind. And this one episode of it, they had a, a, a tape that went and they had this mugger mug somebody in a crowd. And then they, you know, stopped it and they started talking about it. And they started asking people, you know, or tell, you know, what do you think happened? Well, it turned out that I really didn't get any of what really happened. Because your, your, your mind is trying to take snapshots of, of what it's seeing and then making a story out of it. Well, I had a different story. I didn't even know which person had been robbed because I don't pay attention to a lot of that. I look at energies more than I do, you know, but uh, it was striking. And then they went through an exercise to give you the ability to look at it differently. And as an observer, Jan, you know, and to pay attention to the details. Don't try to make a story out of it. Just look at the details. And so then they did another, you know, video scenario. And by God, they were right. I mean, I got exactly what had happened. Because I wasn't trying to make a story up in my head as I saw it. I just looked at it and went, you know. Yeah, I
1: saw something similar. I can't remember. It was, I think it was... A training video I'm not sure I can't remember exactly what but it was showing some clips from a a video which was showing different segments and one was showing a guy running down the road and it was towards the camera and then a second shot was the guy running up to a man and grabbing him and then it showed the whole thing and what he was doing was he actually pushed the guy off the sidewalk out of the way of this falling wall. So he basically was saving his life from being buried under all these bricks and things. But you could have, I mean, there were three possible interpretations there, weren't there? There was one that, oh, he was running away from something The second, he was running to attack this guy. And the third was, well, he actually did it to save him from being crushed under all this masonry. So, yeah, uh, and, and this is this is what we're up against with the media, because they edit things to support an agenda that they want to put out to the public. It's just like the January 6th committee did. All they showed was violence. They didn't show the doors being opened and the police waving people through the barriers or, um, you know, the shaman guy being given a guided tour and taken to the chamber. No, they only showed things. They showed the reaction of the crowd after they'd been, had uh, rubber bullets and these flashbang grenades thrown into the crowd when they weren't doing nothing to provoke that so you know it's so easy these days especially with you know gro- big fakes or whatever they're called to um just create these illusions I mean one of the things I love to share is and I've probably shared it before was there was um there was an image in I think it was one of the newspapers I'm not sure probably New York Times or something like that um showing this scene where you could see this great fire in the background And then in the foreground, there was this road and cars lined up on each side and people watching it. And the caption was that uh, Ukraine was being attacked by napalm being dropped on them and accusing Russia, of course. And I'm looking at this picture and I'm. I'm thinking, that's a UK number plate. And so I did a a reverse search, image search. I used Tin Eye for that. And it turned out it was a a marsh fire in the Wirral, which is near Liverpool, in England. And they were using it as an image to to provoke a reaction to, oh, Russia is so inhumane and they're killing everybody with napalm. Um it's just, you know, so, um, well, amoral to do that, you know. And I mean, if you if you think back to the COVID thing, they were sh- they were putting out images of crowded ER places that were actually from Switzerland from years before, and they do that repeatedly. They completely falsify. The story with images that actually have nothing at all to do with what they're reporting on—it's—it's it's criminal, really. It is.
0: Let's just start with the uh, the, the COVID, you know, reveal. Um, back in twenty twenty-two, I think it was, might have been end of twenty-one, but I, because because I was seeing. People who was going down to hospitals that were supposed to be overrun, and there wasn't anybody in the parking lots. Mm. There was nobody in the nobody's running. You know, I mean, you you saw them being reported that this hospital was being overrun on the news, and all I watch is Fox, so Fox was reporting it. And then you have these videos of the same hospital with somebody going like, "I don't see many people here," you know, and and so I was like whoa, What what is this all about? And darn, I can't remember where I was going with this thing um, because there was so much about the... Okay, so yeah. So what happened was that I started remembering a situation with my aunt up in Binghamton, New York, where there were so many uh, flu cases that the hospitals were overrun and you know they had to go to to hospitals that were in the vicinity you know but i mean and it would, they were just overrun with flu cases so that made me go to the cdc's uh site and find out how many how many flu cases were reported in 20 and 21 compared to previous to that right <laughs> and so i go to the i go to now this is a Center for Disease Control is the, the big big agency that runs the medical thing here in America. I call okay. them
1: the Center for Disease Creation actually.
0: Well yeah that could be it <laughs> but um, so I go there and I, I I get the you know chart on how many flu de- flu cases they were counting the flu cases um, and it went back a 10 years okay And I'm looking at this chart, and I'm looking at the one for 21, I think it was. And I'm looking at it and I'm going like, this, I don't, something's wrong. I don't seem to understand this chart. <laughs> and then I notice at the bottom, it says, this chart may not be accurate because of reporting problems or something to that effect. And the reason I couldn't understand the chart was because there was no flu deaths in 21. Mm. There was no flu deaths in 20. <laughs> right?
1: and, Bit of a giveaway,
0: eh? You know, it's like, <laughs> but so, like I say, anybody who had a, a mind that was asking questions would have probably done what I did. You know, how many flu deaths in the last 10 years, comparatively? Now, interestingly enough, the flu deaths or flu cases, I keep saying deaths, but cases. The flu cases were interesting in that for for 10 years, it was the same percentage of the population that was getting the flu. The numbers were changing because the population was growing, but it was the same percentage. And then you get to 2021, probably right, I think right up till now, nobody's got the flu. They all got COVID. (laughs) Right? So like I say anybody who had half an interest in, in any of this could have done the same thing I did because that became a very important oh you know I mean you, you know all this information but some information is what you know is a, is the last straw type of thing you know it's like oh I don't going to ever doubt that that was all bullshit because of that those numbers right there and Oddly enough, the numbers being reported as COVID in the same time frame that there's no flu, well, I did the math. And sure enough, that same percentage of the population was getting COVID. it yep. in the past, got flu. Okay, you get it? They just changed the name from flu to COVID. And scared the bejesus out of everybody. (laughs) And lied about it because it wasn't as effective as they wanted it to be. You know, oh, these hospitals are being overrun. And then having people go down and say no. (laughs) No, Well, the other
1: thing that was a real giveaway was when they had all these um, health workers doing these stupid dances everywhere. I mean, and
0: videotaping them.
1: Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense in a in so-called deadly pandemic where hospitals are supposedly overrun and, you know, they've they've got a shortage of health workers and everything else. And they're all out doing stupid dances outside or in the corridor of the hospital or something. I mean, it's like, really? (laughs) It's just I mean, it was really bizarre. When you think about it, you know, yeah. get a vaccine and we'll give you a donut. <laughs> oh,
0: really? you could have gotten a French fries and a hamburger from the New York mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Very <know>. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, my God, please. Um, yeah, the 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 covid scam and the, the the reason I brought this up is just this week. There was somebody talking about, you know, the COVID scam, and they brought up those statistics. Mm-hmm. So it might have taken a few years, but somebody finally said, wait a minute, you know. And when you see those statistics, I mean, how can you, as a, as a sane human being, say, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? <laughs> you know? You got flu for ten years, same percentage, and now you got COVID, same percentage, but you got no flu. Ah <laughs> my case settled here, you know. It's it's just it's just nuts. So but the other thing is the vaccinations.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean there have been people on um Twitter, I I can't call it X. I mean I'd much rather stick with Twitter okay. who would ask, you know, when did you realize or when did you decide not to take a vaccine or when did you realize about COVID? And you know, I because I keep up with all the alternative news and I know the agenda, I knew the whole thing was a scam right from the very start. The moment they started playing up all this fear porn about this so-called deadly virus. It was like this this is uh a complete scam. And so, of course, when they, when they introduced the vaccine, um, I even sent an email to my brother saying, please don't take this. Please don't take it. Unfortunately, he did. He took an AstraZeneca because he's big into travel. But I was saying to him the other day in the car, I said, I'm just hoping you got saline. And thankfully, he's not had any adverse reactions to it. But I mean, it, it was, to those of us who have been into this alternative news for so long, it kind of hits you in the face that it's a propaganda exercise, that it's a PSYOP. And yet people are so susceptible to fear-mongering, you know, that they, most people are actually in a chronic state of fear all the time. They're in a fear about their finances. They're a fear about this, about that, about, you know, all sorts of things. And, and so they are easily suggestible when it comes to being fearful of other things because they're in a constant chronic state of fear. They, they have no realisation that they're in a state of fear and that they can actually change that because you know they don't they think the the thoughts control them not they control the thoughts which is all the mindfulness stuff you know so it's easy to manipulate a, a population when if you think about it the news is always about bad news So, oh, I'm worried about this. Oh, I'm worried about that. This is what the news said. I'm worried about that. So, you know, they get into that habit of being fearful about things. And so it's easy. Oh, just tell them something else to be fearful about. And then they'll comply. And that's what happened. Um, And there are still people. (laughs) <laughs> complying. I had a, a an Amazon delivery last week, and um, it it seemed to have got lost because it was supposed to be delivered on a certain day, and and then it didn't show up, and and then the next day I had a neighbour come to the door. Uh, he'd got this parcel delivered to his house. And he stood there on his own in the fresh air with a mask on. And I'm thinking, WTF, why on earth are you wearing a flipping mask? And it just beggars belief that you see people walking down the road with masks on still. And, you know, they're now suggesting again, oh, well, you know, we've got this other thing coming along, you know, another what is it? The The latest thing is there's this zombie virus that deer are getting that, oh, that's going to transmit to humans. <laughs> it's like, really? I don't think so. Anything to, you know, push out more fear. And of course, we're coming close to another presidential election. So they're going to try anything to sabotage that again they're trying their hardest with Trump and all these stupid indictments but they're also going to try it with pandemics and what have you or climate change lockdowns or whatever it is that they think is going to be a good candidate for putting people in fear but you know you just have to laugh at it sometimes because it's so blatant and yet people fall for it
0: I think that they would have tried it already. I think they've been trying it, but people are not falling for it. Not so much this time. Not so not, much. Not not anywhere near it. No. I mean it's it's I mean I don't go out and talk to people on you know, but I can tell because I watch the, the, the people that I watch on Fox, yes it's Fox, but these people are like the rest of us. Some of them know more, some of them see more, you know, that type of thing but there the question being you know a lot to a lot of people is why did their first attack with the covid why wasn't as successful as they thought it would be as you know i mean let's face it they're they're using ai and computers and figuring out you know how much fear do you have to put out before you get the the Mm -hmm. community to comply and <clears throat> what do we have to do to soften them up so that it's easier? Well, one of the things they did was that for the last, well, probably from the 60s, they've been taking over the universities and colleges and
1: mm-hmm. changing
0: the mindset of young people who then go on to be teachers that, you know, get into things like one of the things on your list, transgenderism. But the the key here is that something happened to disrupt their plans. And one of the things that, that happened that I think was a disruption point was the fact that myself and uh, Michael Dunn, we were, he, he wanted to do uh, 5G. Carrie, he got Carrie Cassidy to take me on and talk about 5G. Nobody's talking about it this time. It had been brought up in a subject and she got interested in it. So he knew that she was, you know, would be, you know, open to it. And she was. And we had a a very good show on it. So it ended up with me meeting Mark Steele and uh, Sasha Stone and going back to Carrie and, you know, setting up the Radio 5G show. Well... And this was was so weird to me because I had been fighting this thing since 2014. My first show on 5G was in 2014. And I'd been fighting it for so long, but nobody paid any attention to it. And then all of a sudden, there were all these different websites that were talking about 5G. And some of them had been out there for quite a while, but I'd never seen them. I'd never been led to them. And so... I had to wonder, was there some kind of a Mandela effect that, by ourselves, we would have been, you know, stumbling and bumbling. And I thought at the time that it would probably take three years to get anybody's attention. If, you know, I I thought I had three years because they were not talking about the fact they had been building out the 5G. They were talking about when they would build it up. And build it out. And I said, well, I know I've got two years, maybe three. Um, and then I found out, no, damn it, they've been doing it right behind me. And I didn't see it happening. But one of the things that we would talk about was the fact that the 5G, when you, when you turn it on, all of a sudden, you have all sorts of health problems that, by the way, are the same symptoms as COVID. Um, and so we we were how are you going to hide this? And it it already happened. I mean, it was one thing to talk like I was theoretically it's going to kill you, you know. Um, but the to see it when they started turning on the 5G cities and seeing what happened to the people. I mean, all of a sudden in uh, uh, the city right next to where Mark Steele was, Gateshead, they became a 5G first 5G city in in uh, Britain and. All of a sudden, you have children that are getting cancer of the heart. Oof. You know, nobody had yeah. that before then. So we were like, they can't possibly, because now we had the, the details. Here, we could prove it. Here's the cases, you know. So we, we got to the point where we thought, okay, they, they can't hide this. And then all of a sudden, you got the, the COVID comes in. What? Well, Well, the the very place that that this this started was in one of the three cities that had gone 5G, just gone 5G. And the people, the videos that, that were out there about people walking down the street and then just collapsing on the ground, that's an indication that your 5G system is way high and it's taking the oxygen out of the air. That's what those people were dying from. There was no oxygen to breathe. And so you have a uh, every everything about the COVID was was matching what we knew was five G symptoms, and it started in Wuhan, a city five G city, and then it goes to northern uh, Italy, and the north of Italy was all five G, the south wasn't, and then it goes to New York City that's been five G for the last well now probably ten years. So it was like oh my God, they're they're calling it this this COVID thing, you know. But what I think happened was that when we began that show and started interacting with other people, the very intent of it was to wake the world up to the dangers of 5G. And I'm, I'm saying this because I want people to kind of look around and, and really take another look at what is reality, okay? Because it was just a small group of people... Mark Steele being very important in it, Sasha being very important in it, and Michael Dunn putting it together. So you got this group of people that are starting to think in terms of, oh, my God, no, you got to understand this. And so that thought form starts to morph reality. Okay, they've got enough energy out there to stop this. Now the story begins to evolve, and you get a Mandela effect. All those websites weren't there.
1: And it's, it's, like, quant- it's like quantum
0: entanglement as well. As, yes, it is. It, it's amazing when, when you stand back and you look and you see what happened. And because so many people were talking about 5G, now they've got to cover their asses. Or maybe the 5G was part, I mean, it, it's so integral to the vaccinations that you got to figure they were going to come out with these vaccinations at some point. They would do this. That was their cover story. They're going to have an, a pandemic, and then we get the shots in them, and then we're going to put stuff in the in the body so that now the 5G is going to work better with them because you got all sorts of little receptors and receivers, transmitters in your body. If you took the shot, if you took
1: – let me put mm.
0: it to you this way. If you took a booster, the chances are that's what happened to you. If you took the first shot, not likely. If you took the second shot, now you're getting into more like a, a sixty percent chance you don't have it, but a forty percent that you do. But when they came out with the boosters, they they had done these tests to see if this was going to kill anybody fast. They didn't want people dying fast because of the vaccinations, so they had to have a time thing before people started dropping dead. And so they got that. Okay, so now in the in the the booster shots that's when it's 100% chance that, you know, and what I'm talking about is the graphene oxides in it, the hydrogels in it. Mm. Um, forget about the spike protein. That's just a bullshit thing that they're feeding you. Um, so when, when we look at it, 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 what happened, it was like, okay, so they threw this at us. And now we're not just, you know, at half a dozen people. Now we're thousands and thousands of people because the the past has morphed. And all of a sudden, you've got all these different things that have been there on their timeline for a long time, merging with our timeline where we didn't have it, but now we do. Okay, great. Now you've got even more energy going out. And that energy was saying oh, no, 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 we don't have no contract with this. You you might think you're going to get away with this, where you're going to hide the 5G behind a, a flu epidemic that's worldwide, that's going to kill everybody to get the vaccine. We're not going to go along with this. And there were enough vocalizations of that image of, no, we're not going to go along with it, that it didn't really work. First off, they never got the numbers of people to go along with that shot. I know they give you some weird number, but you know, the best numbers I'm seeing is that maybe 40% of the population got the shots. Maybe, you know, because they, they doctor everything. Well, I mean, look well, at the,
1: as they say, lies, dumb lies and statistics, don't they? Right,
0: right, right. So, um, yeah, and they I,
1: put out these crazy statistics saying it's, you know, the vaccine has saved 200 million deaths. And it's like, well, where did you get that from? You know, it's just made up
0: out of their rear end. Yeah. <laughs> so don't believe but, it. And and they're still saying it. I mean, they're still telling people they go into the to the uh, to the hospital. They're not feeling good. They've got all these symptoms and they're telling people oh you've got the covid they're still doing it they're still doing it well people're still
1: testing you know it's yeah. like why the hell are you testing cuz it's always been it's been said for ages that the pcr tests d- don't work um but i mean it it's really backfiring on them because you know i'm on twitter a lot cuz i get up to date on what's going on with the alternative news on there and you know there are there are parents now saying i am never going to get my kids vaccinated now that i know about vaccines and of course you know what we've what we saw in the past was this fiction of sids sudden infant death syndrome and now of course, with with all these people dropping dead from um, brain aneurysms and heart attacks and everything else, suddenly it's become sad, sudden adult death syndrome. And people are starting to put two and two together and saying, hang on a minute, you know, why are the kids so unhealthy? Why have we had sudden infant death syndrome? and i mean i don't i haven't even looked into what the vaccine schedule is in the uk but i mean in the us it is it is horrendous the number of vaccines that are injected into little kids you know of a few months old in some cases like eight different vaccines at a time or something can you imagine having all that toxicity injected into a little body like that i mean it is oh it's evil there's no other word
0: for it no that is the word for it Mm. evil yeah Uh.
1: but it's all part of the genocide um you know the depopulation agenda it's being pushed on multiple levels it's transgenderism it's the vaccines it's climate change. John Kerry says, oh, we've got to stop farming because otherwise we won't be able to feed people. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy.
0: Well, that, that's a lot to do with it. I mean, they say the damnedest things. You go, what What did you just say? It doesn't even make sense, no. you know? And and the, and the other thing that that I was thinking about the other day when I was watching something is that oh they were doing a uh a, a, a clips of you know of um Harris Camilla, Camilla Harris or whatever her name is Cam, the yeah. camel yeah. um clips of her and what they termed the um word salad yeah <laughs> you know? and it's like the concept of word salad is really gaining. I mean, it's probably going to be in the new word in the dictionary by next year. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I
1: think it's been in there for quite a while already, actually. (laughs) But
0: I mean, it's like I can't even remember who was talking. But, you you know, it was like you listen to him and they one of the commentators said, now that's a word salad. Does anybody (laughs) know what he just said? It was like the president, I think. And it was like, I mean, you know, Biden that guy and they start they started to just laugh about it because it was like no you had five people sitting there they listened to the to the guy and not one person had any idea what he just said because it's like they I don't know what happens to their brains they it's it's just dumb and somebody pointed out that uh Harris had people writing for her supposedly (laughs) I mean,
1: she can't string a coherent... I mean, there seems to be a bit of a contest between her and Biden as who can be the most unintelligible. But also... um, uh, Oh, Forbes have announced that she's the third most powerful woman in the world after um, von der Leyen. And I can't remember who the first was. It's another of the um, globalist people. And it's like, really? Third? And it was it was in a report saying, she doesn't do anything. And all she does is talking word salads.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we're at the halfway point here. So why don't I play us a tune and we'll take us a little break. Uh And it's some. I thought about disturbance. But I said, No, we'll do somewhere over the rainbow. Because somewhere over the rainbow, there are no word salads.
1: And that's where Mona is.
0: And that's where Mona is. <laughs> and welcome back to the Say What Show. It's December 30th, 2023. It's Jan Shaw and Nancy Hopkins here talking about things <laughs> things, last year, this year, years ago. Anyway, Jan, are you back with me?
1: I am. I'm here. Awesome. Fully compass mentus, I hope, <laughs> at okay. this
0: time of day or night. <laughs> yeah, it's late your time.
1: hmm midnight. <laughs> anyway, um, I just wanted to pick up on what Aria said in uh, in the chat about pushing the shingles facts. And uh, it's interesting because I had a conversation. <laughs> the guy that used to own the RV park where I lived, he was just completely into all this big pharma stuff, you know, all the vaccines, everything. When I had a cold, it was, oh, you you got to get tested. No, I'm not going to get tested. You really ought to get tested. No. And I told him that because there was somebody who worked in the office there who also um, worked on the school bus and, um I I didn't know for certain that she was faxed but I suspect that she would have it would have been mandated for people working in that kind of uh, job and she got a terrible case of shingles that lasted for months and months I mean she was really suffering with it and I I said to him I said you do realize that shingles is one of the adverse reactions listed for the vaccine oh he said oh well i better get my wife to get her her shingles vax then i'm thinking oh my god another vax when i'm telling you the vax that you've already had is the cause of shingles and it's like i think people are it, it it did become a cult and people were brainwashed into i've got to be vaccinated against everything you know it's it's just bizarre anyway.
0: the I just the shingles to throw th- that in. Yeah, this the shingles thing is interesting because back in I think around 2016, I got a case of shingles. And what happened was I was getting this discomfort and ache, I won't say pain, I'll say ache in my back. And I went to the chiropractor and he adjusted me. And I went back to the chiropractor. He adjusted me again. The third time I did it, he was he was kind of angry at me. I'm adjusting you. You don't need it anymore. I said, then why do I still have this pain in my back? Well, it turns out that that's a, a symptom of shingles. It seems to, this is what they say, okay? That the, what is it, chickenpox or measles? I think it's chickenpox, had something in it that is in our bodies that when we age, all of a sudden it can you know, all of a sudden you activated. It can, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll, it'll come out of your back and it will follow a nerve. And wherever that nerve is going, that's where you see the eruptions on your skin. And in my case, it was coming out of the middle lower part of my back and I broke out in this rash in my abdomen area. And <clears throat> so, but the, what, what I want to say here is that I had had only one person who I knew in my entire life, 70-some years, who had ever had shingles. And within virtually days of that, somebody up in uh, Minnesota had shingles. Somebody over here had shingles. All of a sudden, shingles is all over the place. And I thought when this happened, I said, ah, they're testing. They're testing certain frequencies to see if they can get a certain effect. Because I had first noticed this type of thing even before that, it was it it had to have been probably maybe 2011, 12, and in the area of the airport where the office was that I worked in, all of a sudden everybody got the flu. I didn't get it, but everybody else got the flu. But it was only in that area. But it was right next to the airport and being you know knowing so much about electromagnetic warfare i said ah i bet they sent out a signal into the neighborhood to see if they could induce flu like symptoms and by god it worked and then you know down the pike bit i realized that they actually didn't maybe intend to do a test on flu like symptoms they may have hiked up the radar put a new radar system in the in the airport or whatever because those flu-like symptoms are the same symptoms you get off of 5G and high fi- high wi-fi uh, powerful stuff. Mm. That's the same thing you get. Um, so th- th- this this concept that that they actually shingles right now, they they can induce it in you because what they do is that you've got a frequency it's like a a little piece of electronics in there. Okay, that gets a signal from the 5G system. And that signal is, you know, here, we want you to emit this particular signal. So that thing starts to emit that sing- signal, which is the signal that activates th- your body to essentially uh, present that you've got shingles. So again, this is all just attacking people. Don't, for God's sakes, don't get any more vaccinations and don't get any more of those tests. Every mm. time you get a test, they're putting hydro, hydrogel and uh, graphene oxide up your nose. Every time. They have taken the cotton swabs and tested it, and that's what's on them. You yeah,
1: know, and I mean, it's also right up to the blood brain barrier as well. I mean, that's the that's other cool. thing. And in some cases, it even. Um, you know, punctures the blood-brain barrier. But the other thing is, I mean, we know that the vaccines are decimating the natural immune system as well. So, you know, the fact that your immune system is shot, they call it VADES, vaccine, uh, whatever it is, anyway, VADES, autoimmune efficiency, whatever. Um, the, if you've got something that is in the system, which it can be if you've had chicken pox. And, I mean, they're even talking about vaccinating against chicken pox now. I mean, we all used to go to chicken pox parties so we'd get it and have our immune system activated, you know. Now it's all oh, we'll vaccinate against chickenpox. And, you know, if you've got that in your system, um, your immune system has been shot, literally, with the shots. And so there's no natural defence against it. I mean, they're even talking about having a vaccine against cancer, a vaccine against heart disease now. I mean, it's insane. I mean, (laughs) vaccines are supposedly antiviral, if, if viruses exist. I still haven't done the research into that properly yet about the germ theory and everything but I mean how can you vaccinate against heart disease it's just crazy but I think they believe that they've got people so um, indoctrinated into vaccines or stop all everything that you're likely to get that they'll line up for it Of course, they're talking about putting mRNA into everything, which is disastrous. Um, All this about injecting pregnant women and breastfeeding women and everything else. I mean, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I saw a video of her questioning um, of Walensky, the woman that was in charge of the CDC about, you know, you're talking about, you've got all these VAERS reports of adverse reactions and deaths, and you're promoting this to pregnant women. And she said, and it's pregnant women, not pregnant people. Of course, they're trying to, you know, attack womanhood now as well, because guys can get pregnant, of course, and menstruate. But it's all insane. Um. But, you know, when when people were pregnant before COVID, it was like, don't eat soft cheese, don't drink alcohol, don't do this, don't take certain medications, you know, and suddenly it's, we've got to vaccinate you while you're pregnant, we've got to give you this while you're pregnant. It's 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 just evil. <laughs> it's back to that word again you know and well, look at the yeah. incidence of stillbirths and and miscarriages and even infertility now people can't get pregnant it's it's all part of the depopulation agenda the the WEF is pull is pushing in the who and all the rest of them
0: yeah the biggest reveal the biggest story right now is the fact that people are waking up to the fact that it's a spiritual battle you <clears throat> You said something about a tweet that Tucker had made. I did not see that tweet on. What was it again? Do you remember? About the uh, spiritual battle, the dark forces involved in it.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, this was something to do with. Um, he'd put out, I think it might have been on one of the shorts he did that was about, you know, there's something that he didn't like to talk about. It was about dark forces related to ETs. And David Icke actually tweeted and said, look, I've been talking about this for 30 years, about the Dracos and the Reptilians and everything else, and now suddenly everybody else is talking about it and there's no... No mention of the fact that I've been warning about this or informing people about this for years, you know. So it, that's an interesting revelation from somebody like Tucker as well. It's, uh, it's you know, it's starting to come out more and more about ETs, um, UFO sightings and all the rest of it. And, you know, the fact that... He should say something about, um, you know, the dark ETs behind things. I mean, that's massive.
0: Well, you know, as you're talking there, I'm thinking about this TV show called Blind Frog Ranch. Have you ever heard of it?
1: No, because I don't really watch TV.
0: (laughs) Oh, my my God. This is one of the more insane things. You've heard of the Skinwalker Ranch? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, about 200 miles in the same area, Utah, uh, the same geological area, is another area that has had a lot of paranormal activity. And this guy named Dwayne goes and buys acres and acres of this because he's on the hunt for Aztec gold. The Aztecs have a, there's a story about the Aztecs when they realized what the Spanish were doing they get gathered up all their their wealth and they sent it into what is now that area of Utah and buried it. OK. And based on I mean, there's quite a bit of historical writing about this. And based on what what Dwayne was looking at, he felt that this area of Utah was where the, the mine was or the Aztec treasure. So his purpose is to find this Aztec treasure. Well. I, it, 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 it's one of the damnedest things I've ever seen because the people involved in this are idiots. <laughs> they are total idiots. I can't tell you how many things they've done where I'm squirming going, are you crazy? I mean, they, they found this opening into a tunnel system and they're swimming with snorkels. And they, the the sun, his son, almost drowns down there. They went into this other area and the gas almost killed them. They started to dig into this area that was going to give them access to an underground thing. And they used dynamite and collapsed the opening. I mean, it's (laughs) like, what in the world are you doing? Well, this year, they started out and they've got these, people that are uh, experts in in quantum measurements. And what that is, is that it goes beyond looking at the soil and being able to see, uh, you send a sound signal through, like a piece of dynamite goes off and then you can tell, oh, well, there's a lot of heavy stuff here. It's not passing through as fast and you can kind of map out what's underground. This deals with emissions by the underground itself, because everything down there uh, will have a particular signature, electromagnetic signature, based on what the configuration is molecularly. So uh, a a huge vein of quartz is going to tell you, oh, well, that's the frequency of quartz. Uh, You've got some kind of a void. Oh, there's some kind of a void down there. Uh, So it's really incredible new technology. Well, they get these guys to come in and do a scan of the area. And the guy who is the head of this, he's he's acting like a cowboy and he talks like a cowboy, but uh, he must be some wild scientist. And he says to Dwayne, he says, Dwayne, and they've got the charts in front of him. He said, you see this right here? And it was this big red thing in the in the in the under, you know, it's like a map of the underground, big red thing. And he says, the only time I've ever seen that before is in a black hole. <laughs> you know? So, on this particular ranch, there's an energy field that is being measured as a black hole.
1: Huh.
0: All right, now I'd be concerned, right? No, these guys, they start drilling right over that black hole. <laughs> I'm like, "What are you what are you thinking?" So, they've got this this big old drill thing, and how many feet did they go down? It was I think it was a hundred feet. I, I can I'm not sure because anyway, I'm not sure. But they go, they're going down, and based on the measurements, they know that they should be right where this opening is. They were calling it the Aladdin's Cave, and and it should be right over the opening, which where the black hole measurements were taken. And all of a sudden, the driller says something's going wrong. And what was happening is that the drill bit was on something that seemed to be circular and it couldn't get a grip to, to drill through it. And so the whole, the whole drill, and, and it, it, all the way up to the top, you could see it. it. It started going off to the side, like it was sliding off the side of some kind of a impenetrable metallic, probably uh, something there. Energy field, who knows? <laughs> But I mean, it's and they only got one more episode before the end of this season. And it's like, what are, what are you on top of? What, call in somebody that can help you out here. <laughs> but these guys, the quantum guys have come back and they're doing more measurements. And, and, you know, so but I mean, there are some things on the earth that are very, very weird, out there, woo woo stuff that are being uncovered at the same time of all this other reveal. Mm. You know, this is one situation. There's the, the Oak Island, another one. Uh, there's Skinwalker Ranch itself. They're, they, they're, they're finding all over this area. I mean, those in those places that there is something that is baffling the best science that man's got. Well, You know that we know of, (laughs) Well the best,
1: the best conventional science, which doesn't consider other things. I mean, the what sprang to mind with me was a buried spaceship. (laughs) You know,
0: well, well, that's that's about the way I look at it too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot.
1: If if you think about things like stargates and everything, you know, that's what they went after in Iraq.
0: Well, these guys these guys found little pieces of something in the ground when they were drilling, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're pulling up uh, dirt and they found the, the, you know, very small pieces of something. And these quantum physicist guys got on it and they realized they met, they did the, you know, scientific investigation and they found out that it was, I think, iridium, which is not manufactured on earth, <laughs> you know, it, mm. I mean, Earth doesn't have it. So, and, uh, so what what they are postulating is that that is a meteorite down there. you know they they <laughs> they're not going into well, maybe it's a flying saucer, you know <laughs> yeah. they they're, thinking, they're they're saying maybe it's you know a, a meteorite but it's like even the reveal stuff it is unbelievably strange i mean
1: it's it's a, bit, it's a bit like we're getting into real life x files isn't it <laughs>
0: or, or or the twilight zone well you know uh, christia cummings slack her husband had some kind of a connection to somebody that knew people that were in the you know that were on the set that did, did stuff with uh, the the um, Mm x-files and what he said to her was that they actually had an official document called the x-files and they were writing stories about what was in that document so if you look at the first three of the episodes those were based on what was in that document but then the powers that be said give us a document don't use any of that but did it It's actually based on something that was real to begin with. Oh, yeah, I'm sure.
1: I Um, mean, it's the whole thing about, you know, this denial of extraterrestrials when, you know, if you look at all the ancient carvings and everything else and they've got, you know, people in space suits in there. I mean, I I went to Roswell to the um, to the museum there. Uh, a few years, well, quite a few years ago, two thousand and fifteen, I think it was, and it actually covers some of those carvings. You know, the images of them. It's a very well done museum, actually, because it's, it kind of, um, it doesn't. It's not pushing a particular agenda that, oh, this was all bullshit, you know, all the rest of it actually presents material that really gives you the opportunity to consider, you know, was this really a spaceship, et cetera, et cetera? And uh, you know, is uh, Area fifty one real and everything? You know, I was quite impressed by the way it did it. It did it. I mean, I had no doubt. Um that That was true. I mean, it's interesting because when I was growing up back in my, I suppose, probably very early teens, if not younger than that, I would read everything I could lay my hands on. I just read and read and read. And I actually read some books and I couldn't tell you who the author was and I couldn't give you a title but i was reading about the incas and the aztecs and you know they were doing sacrifices and if you think about it you know if 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 you think in terms of well these ets came along and these indigenous people thought they were gods they were actually doing sacrifices to these extraterrestrials. Um, And, it you know, that occurred to me recently. Well, you know, why was I reading books on Aztecs and Incas? But, I mean, it was a fictional book, or they were fictional books, but I was glued to them, you know. It's so interesting how you end up going into material that you'd never, at the time thought had any real significance, but it came back to me and it's like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why I was guided to that, you know?
0: Well, with the LiDAR detection, the ability to send out laser beams, which I wonder is this good for the environment, but I'm not going to go there. They sent out these laser beams and they can see through the jungle. The Mayan civilization was huge. Huge. Nobody had any idea how big this thing is. All through Central America is the Mayans were everywhere. It, it's totally amazing. And some of the things that they found in the temples themselves makes you scratch your head and go, "What's this all about?" Like there was a in the I don't remember which pyramid it is. But they got inside, and there's a chamber. And supposedly, the chamber represented the uh, uh, what do they call it? The inner earth. I guess it's the inner earth. Mm -hmm. And there was a a pool of uh, mercury, a huge pool of mercury. Mercury's deadly. Oh, yeah. Why did they have this pool of mercury there? You know, and somebody said, well, it represented water. And, you know, they're really into water because they've got these openings into the aquifer throughout the whole area. And, you know, many, many different. I mean, those things, they're investigating those things and they're finding out more and more. The Mayan talking about revealing, you know, the Mayan uh, civilization is being revealed in immense ways. And there's a number of TV shows that continually look at where they are now. And every time you look, there's another whole area of Mayan civilization that they can see because the Midar map, it's very expensive, the Midar mapping is, you know, expanding. So, what's that all about? Mm. You know, I mean, it's just... And well, right. when you
1: think about all the emphasis on the Mayans, 2012, because the Mayan calendar ended, I mean, that was all to do with, oh, the, either the world's going to end or, you know, it's ascension or whatever it is. I mean, there's still that speculation about where did they all go? Somebody said, oh, well, they all ascended together. But, you know, you can the <laughs> You can theorise about it till the cows come home. But do we really know what happened to them? The civilization that supposedly died out or disappeared. It's uh, its very interesting. And of course, you know, the other thing is the the fact that you've got these pyramid structures that are beyond the capability of, of primitive humans to build because of the massive size of the, the rock, the stones that, that, you know, uh, they're built from, you know, you got pyramids in Egypt, of course, you've got pyramids in Mexico. You've got pyramids in the Mayan civilization. Um, yeah. And it's like,
0: China. Do, yeah, yeah. Ch- China takes their their pyramids and they put put uh, vegetation on them so they look like big hills. They say there's a tremendous number of pyramids in China.
1: Oh really? I didn't know that. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that so I mean they're all over the world. Mm. Uh, one, there's one in Alaska. I mean that one. That's one. That one has been very much documented because it's uh. They call it the Black Pyramid. Apparently, the rock in it is black. I don't know why, but that's what they're calling it. And a number of whistleblowers, insiders, not anybody that was working on the project itself of this. this they, when electricity and electromagnetic information came up, they suddenly started finding this energy emitting from this area in Alaska. And so they went and investigated and found out there's actually a pyramid there. But to, to get the supplies there, they were using helicopters. It's in the middle of nowhere. And it was these helicopter pilots that kind of were the whistleblowers. You know, my father was on the helicopter. They flew in. They couldn't leave the helicopter. They had to get they the people on the ground took whatever was off. They put some stuff up and off you went. You can't talk about, you know, I mean, it's like that kind of uh, just, you know, somebody telling you a story. But over the years, especially with um, Earth Files, uh, Linda Moulton, how she's done uh, a lot in this particular area of that of that black pyramid. So they're all over the place. There's supposedly I've seen the photographs. There were some uh scuba divers right off the coast of Florida right here I mean you know 50 miles away they were diving off of the Bahamas and they've got film of they were diving right after a big storm had come through and they've got film of these blue pyramids mm. um and then you know the 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 way the sea works it covered them up in sand again. They can't, they're not exactly sure where they are, but they, the, it was on film and it wasn't like it was doctored film. It wasn't very good, but you know, I happen to think, well, you know, when, when you, we say, use your discernment. What we mean is emotionally, does this feel true or not? Mm. <laughs> and for me, my discernment said, this is, tr- this is a true photograph. So, uh, Yeah, what's it with what is it with all these pyramids? I mean, wouldn't you think that the the world would be real interested in this? Mm -hmm. Instead, there's a few oddballs that go out there and say, "Hey, did you hear about this?" You know, I mean, it's like they they (laughs) they, they've they've taken measurements of energies coming off of the pyramids. You know, don't you think that that if you, I mean, it's just the stupidity of everything. But um, one of the things I do want to kind of talk about is is your list here Uh uh-huh okay because we could go on any any subject for a long time but (laughs) that's true (laughs) i want to say the last one for a little bit you know down the list but the concept of the exposure now another Mm -hmm. big big change is the fact that now when you say wef people know that's a world economic forum Mm. they know what this is and the who and the who and, uh, you know, world, the New World Order, they know what this these terms mean. And they know Carl Schwartz is sometimes the leader of all this stuff, and he's the enemy, you know? I mean, it's like things that, things that you would have thought were the last thing that they would understand are suddenly being, like, handled by, you know... The mainstream. Mainstream media is being... Yeah, you know, the W.E.F. is da-da-da-da and we're going to eat bugs. and.
1: Well, also, it's it's very um, revealing about the number of world leaders, if you can call them that, world deceivers, let's call them that instead. Nice, uh, nice. Who have come, who are basically being controlled by the WEF. I mean, you've got Rishi Sunak, you've got all the EU leaders like von der Leyen and, and, oh, Christine Lagarde was the other one that was top of the Forbes list. She's, um, wasn't she the IMF, International Monetary Fund head? Yeah. So, you know, you've got all these people that are basically under the control of the... Cabal. Um, But, you know, people people know uh, Trudeau, or as uh, Ben Fulford calls him, Cass (laughs) Trudeau is WEF. Macron is WEF. As I said, Rishi Sunak, WEF. There's so many now that have been outed uh, as. As being puppets of the WEF and you can see it in the policies you know, mass immigration raging inflation push the vaccine to the nth degree Um, don't even consider any debate about excess deaths thank you very much Um, but if you're going to have a debate about raising our salaries yeah, we'll all show up for that one (laughs) you know uh, the corruption that's been exposed in the last three years and the weaponization of the justice department is the same in in the u k law enforcement is so soft on these Muslim criminals who rape who murder uh, and yet you have people praying outside a an abortion clinic who were arrested it's uh it's just horrendous and um tom robinson who exposed these grooming gangs in yorkshire who these are groups of muslims that would target young girls and things i mean he got pepper sprayed and arrested for when he was sitting in a in a restaurant having breakfast before he reported on one of these Palestinian protests and the police went after him and um, banned him from being in London. So this whole agenda has taken over the law enforcement in, well, across the Western nations I mean, I think it was Netherlands during COVID where they set these dogs on the protest, peaceful protesters, um, and it's it's happening all around. Uh, and I wouldn't say the world; it's it's the Western nations that are being targeted to have the Muslim. Um, Religion or sect or whatever you care to call them, actually invade the Western countries with the view of actually replacing the white indigenous as the majority. It's interesting because I mentioned it on the show only very briefly, but I saw a video that was talking about this book The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. And it basically laid out in great detail exactly what we've been seeing, which is taking over the banking system, taking over leadership, um, basically infiltrating and removing... um, leaders you know they took out the Russian royal family and slaughtered them and the whole thing is like a playbook for what we've seen happen literally over the last century it's uh it's very interesting but thankfully people are waking up now and seeing it in plain sight because You know, when Trump came in and he he set his stall out that we're going to drain the swamp and we've got fake news and the deep state became a, a common term, which it never was before. Nobody talked about the deep state before. Now it's in common terminology. And so, you know, when that happened, the deep state, got in a panic because we've got to get rid of trump and the only gateway we're going to do that is to weaponize the doj against him and people start taking more notice of how politicians are voting you know the voting for sending money to ukraine sending more money to israel um funding all these transgender things in Pakistan and God knows where else. And people are saying, hang on a minute, we've got all these homeless on the streets. The economy is falling apart and all you do is you send money overseas. Same in the UK, sending more money to Ukraine. Sunak pledged $2 billion to support underdeveloped countries in fighting climate change. And it's like this net zero rubbish, which is all a scam. I mean, it's a total scam.
0: Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's completely disintegrating because mm. it, 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 it's it been out there long enough for the economic infeasibility of any of this bullshit. I mean, you you laid it out today. You know, the fact that the windmills can't be sustained, their breakdown is much greater mm. than they anticipated. They're not doing it to save the whales that they're killing. They're doing it because they can't afford, even with all the money being given by the governments, it's never been something that was self-sustaining. You, you you, you know, it, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was always dependent on government subsidizing it. Well, now the money that has been allocated to it is not enough money to keep them going, so they're all going bankrupt. The electric- yeah,
1: and and there were I think it was in in the UK again, where they had these auctions for companies to bid for places to put these offshore wind farms with the turbines. And nobody bid whatsoever. Nobody, because it's just not economically feasible. Um, I read a book some time ago, oh, quite a few years ago, by Charles Eisenstein, and it was oh, it's called Sacred Economics, and it was basically highlighting the fact that the it's the organic producers who are hit with the most economic sanctions almost because they have to pay to prove that they're growing organically and yet the companies that are polluting everywhere that are using these toxic pesticides that are doing whatever they want they get away with murder and they get you know they get subsidized it's those companies that are owned by BlackRock and the like that are the worst perpetrators of environmental pollution of any other, of certainly of people in the street. They're the big polluters, and they're the ones that get away with murder, literally. I mean, look at Monsanto and his glyphosate and everything else.
0: And yeah, that's a, that's a good one because... You you get ads on the TV saying that uh, if you've been uh, in such and such a place with then and you've got these diseases, then there's a class action suit and you can make money at it. But why is it still on the market? Exactly, exactly. It should have been banned long ago. Um, It's it's one stupid thing after the other. I mean, the, the climate thing doesn't even make any sense because now people are realizing that, Oh my God! If you don't have any carbon dioxide, the plants suffocate. Exactly. You know,
1: and not only that, we suffocate because the plants are, aren't the there oxy- to photosynthesize and put the oxygen out to replace right. it.
0: Right. I mean, total stupidity. Total stupidity. But it's people are talking about it now. There's not, you know, you don't get the same, you know climate change reaction that it was you know because if you look at the polls you know that that used to be very very important because that's what they were using to fuel fear and obviously it wasn't enough so then they've got the climate uh, the the covid situation and you know that's not enough so i suspect that in the given next year well now they're threatened, i guess with nuclear war um but they, they're, they're going to up their game and try to make us more scared, and more scared. But, you know, it goes back to the to the the story about, you know, calling, calling. What is it? The wolf thing? Oh, the, the, wolf. the boy who cried wolf, the boy who caught, cried wolf. It's the same thing. You've t- you've done it too many times. Nobody is believing it anymore.
1: And it, not only that, when you've got these hypocrites, Talking, going to these conferences on climate change, all in separate private jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the UK, Rishi Sunak and about three other um, government officials flew to this thing in Dubai, of all places, which is like <laughs> you know the the centre for oil in the world. <laughs> They all flew in separate private planes. You'd think, oh, well, we're all going to the same place. Let's get together and we'll get one jet, you know. No, they all go in their own separate ones. So people are seeing the level of hypocrisy that is out there.
0: yeah, Yeah.
1: And as for King Charles, just don't get me started. I mean, he's getting so much flack because as a monarch, although not my king, hashtag not my king. Uh, And I don't even think it's the real Charles, by the way. I think he was taken out some time ago, just like the Queen was. Um, He is supposed to be um, politically neutral. He's not, oh, hang on. He's not supposed to engage in any political um, statements whatsoever as as the monarch, and he's going off to this climate change conference, and he's pushing this climate agenda. He's pushing net zero. He's doing all of that, and people, you know, people are saying, even monarchists, which are saying, oh, you know, this is nothing like when the Queen was. Here and everything else. I mean, the Queen is uh, pretty satanic. She's supposed to be a reptilian. I mean, even Diana said they're not human, which uh, I would agree with. And of course, David Icke has said a lot about that as well. And of course, they were great friends with Jimmy Savile, who's was a huge paedophile that got away with a necrophiliac and everything else who got away with murder right in the, in the Royal family clique amongst other things. So, um,
0: but again, putting this, this, this guy out as the King, he's nobody in Britain's buying into it, right?
1: Well, there are some possibly, but, uh, most people are saying, no, this this guy
0: is uh, not
1: not my king. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not my king. Okay, now there's another thing that we, because I want to get through this list because there, there's good things. I mean, okay, we got the January 6th committee. That thing is blown up all over the place. They've now released all of the video that shows exactly what happened and there was no riot there wasn't even a riot they never started rioting until they hit them with tear gas and and bangs so you know that's falling apart the other one the biden family corruption i don't know how it can get any more clear that the this was a crime family the 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 amount of evidence is just overwhelming um I I mean I, I can't I can't imagine that Biden is actually gonna run because the corruption thing itself is I mean, they're in the process of trying to impeach him. So
1: Well, it's an interesting one that because I mean Hunter Biden thumbed his nose at the House when he did a press conference outside the Senate. To say, he wasn't going to appear under subpoena for the deposition. So, and apparently, that was organised by Swalwell, which is not surprising. He was involved with that, so he's in trouble. But um, you know, there are there are different perspectives on this because if you impeach Biden does that mean you're legitimizing him as a president, for one thing, when he isn't? And I mean, somebody posted again on Twitter an image from 2021 that had Biden standing in the White House on the phone, all that he was behind the desk, the, what is it called? The Resolute Desk or something. And and all the photo frames were facing towards the camera, and then behind it was that view. I mean, we for, we kind of forget this, but when it when the inauguration happened, um, you know, we had this thing about this is not really the White House. the The view from the window wasn't right, and this showed the image of like a shadow, of, of Trump outside the window and it's reminding people that this is not real and and also if you remember the inauguration it was filmed before inauguration day because there were all blue skies and on the inauguration day it was all cloudy and apparent and it it started before 12 o'clock which it's never supposed to start before 12 but also people say, well, hang on a minute, if you impeach Biden, uh, A, it's never going to pass in the Senate anyway. But if it succeeded, we'd end up with Kamala Harris, for God's sake. You know, I well, mean, yeah, the, the uh, other side of the coin is it would actually bring out into the open a lot more of the evidence but I can't understand why they're not going after him for treason, for keeping an open border and allowing this invasion. There are, uh, I mean, yeah, they're talking about bribery and corruption and all that stuff. What about flooding the country with illegal immigrants?
0: I totally agree. He's broken the constitution in, in, in so many ways, but the the country is the country is broken. It's not being run under the cons- constitution. Now, hopefully the Supreme Court is clean and that they will make the decisions that they that need to be made based on the Constitution. And if you follow the Constitution, all of this stupidity against Trump is going to go away. I mean, it, it's just it doesn't it's in no way complies with anything about the Constitution. So we are at a crisis point, And I just don't think that people have said this they don't think there's going to be an election i think there's going to be an election in 24 but i don't think it's going to be set up the way that anybody thinks it is because the democratic party is is self-destructing and you cannot possibly think that you can put out biden in his he's getting worse by the day uh for kamala it's not going to work your 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 other alternative seems to be newsome. It's not going to work. It and people are starting to really panic. But the real problem is that the, the base for the Democratic Party is falling apart. You know. Yeah,
1: I saw something about you know, uh, constituents in Delaware uh, abandoning the Democrat Party and going to Republicans because they can't stand Bidenomics you know it's really hitting them so if it's happening in his home state he's he's shot <laughs> well either, he <laughs>
0: you know i don't trust politicians in any way shape or form because you know to be a poli- to be a politician you have to be of a certain personality and i don't particularly like those uh, people that are narcissists and into everything for themselves you know mm, i don't absolutely like so I don't like politicians. But then you get some politicians that are up there that are really truly warriors fighting for the truth. And I should do a research on that, if I remember. But a lot of them came out of the Tea Party. And now some of them are out of the MAGA Party. So we have the the, let's say, the the capability of replacing this corrupt, corrupt system by simply going back to the Constitution. And And the the thing that's happening as well is
1: that people are being educated about the Constitution
0: because
1: uh, all of these indictments against Trump are raising points about the Constitution that a lot of people have never even thought about, you know, they know the we've got a constitution, but they hadn't got any clue about what the constitution actually says. And suddenly that- they're looking at it and, and saying, hang on a minute, this is un- unconstitutional. Whereas before they wouldn't have had a clue.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I mean, have- the, other, the other thing that came out recently was that, um, the uh, Katenji Brown-Jackson or whatever she's called, you know, the Biden appointee to the Supreme Court. She apparently has not been declaring income properly. And, you know, in, in the report today, uh, Ben Fulford was saying that it was seemed like uh, Clarence Thomas was influencing the Supreme Court decisions much more than Roberts. Is it Roberts? Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, there are a lot of um, allegations that he's involved in pedophilia. So I suspect he is under duress by the White Hats because they've got all the information on him. So... Um, I mean, it, to me, they're playing into the White Hat's hands every step of the way. They're really, you know, just giving themselves away at every point.
0: Well, they—they, I mean, <clears throat> they're making themselves look guilty all the time. Mm. It's, it's like the, the January 6th thing. They destroyed all of the tapes with the depositions of all the witnesses, which was illegal
1: mm-hmm. high
0: treason in and of itself and you know i mean when you hear that you go well you must be trying to hide something you must be guilty it's like they're self-destructing themselves so anyway we're at the end of the show here jan
1: didn't that uh, go quickly hey eh? yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah.
0: I knew it would because uh, and, and yes People out there, you know, you, pro- you probably don't like the subjects that we're talking about. But why we're talking about them is because th- th- the thing that was happening is bad. What's happening now is good. Mm-hmm. They're all being turned over. They're being revealed. The stuff, I mean, it goes back to that saying that start. this is something from 2023, too. You know, has anybody got a new conspiracy? All mine have turned out true. <laughs> yes, so. we're running out. <laughs> Money and guys. now,
1: and now they're they're found to be true within no time at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think somebody recently said the difference between accepted truth and conspiracy is about three weeks now.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think it's that long. Actually, the the <laughs> anons jump on it as soon as it's out there. It's literally
0: <laughs> hours, not weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, thank you for being here. I so appreciate it. And you want to give them your website and contact information?
1: Mm, sure. No, I've really enjoyed it. We always have fun, don't we, Nancy? Um, yeah. yeah, you can find me at the successalchemist.net. Lots of stuff about mindfulness and manifestation in there. So, um, yeah, take a look at it. And thank you all for being here. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the show.
0: And Happy New Year
1: happy new year,
0: yes <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're going to have a really good year Here we go uh, Maybe Say what? Say what radio show With no agenda It's always a surprise But if we're not having fun We're doing something wrong